0: Will you accept this rose? Put Carl on the hot seat. I am so disappointed because the television that would have been created if Carl had the opportunity to just speak his Carl mind for 10 straight minutes with Caitlin and Tasha would have been absolutely fantastic. I'm a little bitter that didn't happen. How's everybody doing? It is a Monday, July 26th. Uh, I don't even know, what is this, 8th, ninth, something episode of the Bachelor at Katie's at season, the uh, Men Tell All episode just finished airing. Joey's here as well. Joey, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Yeah. Good. Good to, good to be back. Good. Um, Joey, uh, tell me about your weekend now. Um, Joey, our band, I think people know at this point, I've mentioned it on the podcast, I'm in, I'm in a band called Bourbon Creek. I always want to plug my band when I get the opportunity. Bourbon Creek is the name of our band. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Bourbon Creek MN. Our band played, Joey and I are both from Chaska, and the hometown bar in Chaska is Floyd's in Victoria. That's where a lot of people go. A A lot of Chaska people head there. We played, Bourbon Creek played Floyd's on Saturday. I'm in the band. But there was absolutely nobody more excited about Bourbon Creek playing at Floyd's than Joey Havlick. Joey, tell me about your experience at Floyd's and seeing our band playing there. Because I know that you, however excited I was, I know that you were more excited than I was. And I absolutely love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, the show got announced that it was going to be at Floyd's like three months ago or something. Or no longer than that even. Like maybe like five. It was a while ago. Anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a while ago.
1: And... It was like, I was so excited from the moment you guys announced it. And then when the day came on Saturday, it was just a dream come true. <laughs> everything I want in life. God, dude, God. He is our biggest fan. Together. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> and I go to Floyd's uh, definitely decently often um, still, even though I live
0: uh, downtown and um, he loves Floyd's it's just for anyone that hasn't been to Floyd's it's like a total suburban dive bar just a total suburban dive bar nothing fancy about it it is Joey's castle he absolutely adores that place yeah sorry interrupted. interrupt you keep going you go <laughs> no, to Floyd's.
1: no worries yeah I um I've never been to Floyd's and like walked out of there being like wow that sucked like, I didn't have fun. Every time it's undefeated, <laughs> it's literally undefeated, Mike. Every it's undefeated. time it's just a blast. And obviously, when Bourbon Creek is playing there, it did not disappoint. It delivered. It delivered in a big way. In a I'm, big I'm, way.
0: I'm glad to hear that we delivered in a big way. I felt like it, w- it went really well from, from our perspective as well. I'm uh, I definitely uh, very hopeful that we're going to be back. I'm sure we will be back at some point. I also, uh, you were telling me you were hanging out with uh, Jim and Jerry a little bit. Is that, is, that, is that right?
1: Yeah. So let me let
0: me tell you a story.
1: So <clears throat> I'm at
0: Floyd. my My grandparents, by the way, are Jim and Jerry.
1: Yeah. So I'm at Floyd's and we're there you know we had a couple cocktails I got that cowboy hat on you know we're we're, we're ripping but Bourbon Creek's ripping and I'm on the dance floor and by dance floor for if you haven't been to Floyd's they have like an outdoor patio where where Bourbon Creek played and I'm feeling like a tug on my arm and I'm like who is like tugging on my arm right now like I'm so lost like I I'm already with the boys like I'm like we're like out on the dance floor you right. know like like ripping, like, you know, having a good time, dancing. And then I, I look over and I'm just getting tugged on the arm by like a grandma. And I'm like, like I said, I mean, so I, I was at, so we were out there all day because I was at a pool party before that, Mike, or you were there too. Yeah, I yeah, was with uh, you. Uh, the annual pool party in Apple Valley. And so, uh, yeah, like I said, I had some cocktails. And I was kind of like one eye open. Like, who is this? I had no idea why some random grandma was like super adamant to get my attention, like tugging on my arm. I'm like, "Who are you?" And then they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're Mike's grandparents." I'm oh like, "Oh my
0: god, that's amazing." Who? And then it hit me. You have that like your whole life hits you at, in one moment. I have, but you felt that just when my grandparents tapped you on the shoulder. <laughs> I've had those moments in my life before, Joey, but they've been very like like huge moments in my life where I'll feel like yeah, everything's kind of coming in at once. That happens to people in like huge like 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 groundbreaking moments in their life. This is what happened to you when my grandparents just simply tapped you on the shoulder and said, "What up." Yeah, that, yeah. Everything it's like everything just hit me. <laughs> like uh, like a ton of bricks. That that <laughs> comment just sums up who you are right there. The over exaggeration is just priceless there. Oh my god. Okay, so your whole life hit you all at the same time and then what happened?
1: Yeah, I just they were like, No. <laughs> and it's like super loud because you guys are playing they're like, No, no, like it, like remember when you stay with us in Phoenix because we went to Phoenix the Phoenix open this was like a really long time ago and like year like 10 years ago or something you know and we stayed with them and then it all hit me at once I'm like, oh my gosh yes I remember you guys and then it all hit me too at, just at the same time' it's He's like so excited right now He's Everything. so excited my whole life made sense <laughs> what in that moment moment of clarity and it literally, then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh. Because- so what do
0: you mean your whole life made sense? You're just, disco- you're just figuring out that they're my grandparents. What do you mean your whole life makes sense? What do you mean by that?
1: <laughs> well, it's just like, no, it was just like I was so confused. And then, then I just had, like I said, then I realized who they
0: were. Right. Thank you. That's what happened. You didn't know who they were and you realized who they were. It wasn't like your life was falling apart and then all of a sudden you had this moment of clarity. You know, all of a sudden everything <laughs> is back to normal the way you're saying, Joey, the way you just phrased that story was unbelievable. I am so <laughs> glad that we're talking into microphones right now and I get to listen back to whatever the hell you just said, because that was pinnacle, Havlick. Oh, my goodness. Is, is that it? Are you? Do you have anything more to say with, with this story? Because all all this story is Is my grandparents tapped you on the shoulder. You didn't realize who they were, and then you figured it out. But the way you're making it sound, you could sell the movie rights to this thing based on the way you're telling this story. My goodness. No, I mean, that was pretty much it. And
1: then I figured out, yeah, who they were. And then... Cause your grandma Jerry, she always posts like on Facebook a lot.
0: Yeah, for Bourbon Creek. So then I was like, oh, she was our top fan for a while. You she know, was the number you, you, one you know, fan. you know, you know how Facebook um, on pages will have like a top fan for people that comment a lot. We had one top fan for a while, and it was Jerry Hogslow. And it, 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 and it was my grandma. Uh, I'm gonna be sure. I'm gonna be sure to show her this. Uh, so shout out to my my, my grandma Jerry. Uh, she's awesome.
1: Yeah, Jerry is awesome. I thought I was the number one <laughs> Bourbon Creek super fan, but honestly. Facebook doesn't lie. Facebook Facebook says says that she's the top fan. Facebook's telling me that Jerry's number one fan. As much as I don't want to admit it, I might have to
0: agree. I got to give a shout out to, um, I got to give a shout out to Shawnee uh, McNeil. Uh, Andy McCardle, they are another three guys that are just about as excited as you were. Um, that Bourbon Creek was 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 coming to Floyd's um, as well, so I got to shout them uh, out as well. I'm glad you got to say uh, hi to my uh, grandparents uh, and my parents as well. I'm sure they came up and said hi to you as well. So
1: yeah, we were all on the we were all on the on the dance floor on the patio jamming. I know was, it, was it was so great. funny. Yeah, it was we, so we, fun. We, we
0: were playing "She's Country" by uh, who's that? Jason Aldean, <laughs> <laughs> right? L. Jason Aldean. We're playing "She's Country" and it's like a pretty heavy song. It's like she. Country. country yeah it's like it, like from a cowboy
1: it, boots to, to her down yeah. home roots
0: so it's like it it's like a pretty like hard rocking song and i just see my grandparents out on the middle of the dance floor dancing with random people <laughs> just didn't know who they were dancing with they're just dancing with random people it's like the last thing i expect um is what ended up happening so yeah, good stuff dude. Uh, Bourbon Creek at Floyds and Bourbon Creek's going to be back. We do play a lot at Cowboy Jacks. That's been the place we've been playing at quite a bit lately. Like I said, do follow us on um, Instagram and Facebook. I'm extremely extremely proud of the group. I think uh, if you come out and see us, you're going to uh you're going to have a great time. So, um Joey, let's uh let's Actually before we go on Oh yeah, on, yeah, sorry yeah. yeah. No, go ahead. there. I got a tangent one more thing on on the, the weekend update here. We oh yeah, a yes. song for this, I feel like, the weekend update. Like Joey's the, the, Weekend <laughs> Update. <laughs> it is now time <laughs> for Joey's <laughs> Weekend <laughs> Update. The most over-exaggerated part of our show every time. When Joey over-exaggerates the things that happened in this weekend. I can't wait to hear whatever this is. I already can't wait. So,
1: you know how we were saying, like, you were like, Joey, you kind of like... Ever since Econ's wedding, I feel like you just kinda of have your swag turned on.
0: I, I, I do remember me saying that and then immediately regretting saying it <laughs> after I realized what it did to your head, but yes, yes.
1: So um, so yeah, so we have this annual pool party. It's um it's in Apple Valley. And I uh, Yep, shout out to Pete. Yeah, shout I think out I to Pete Pete I, I think
0: listens to this. Uh, yeah, shout out to Pete.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks, Pete. That's uh that that event is also undefeated just an absolutely great event it was a sixth annual sixth annual wow yep. i love all the annual events for our friends group it's amazing yeah
0: it was an awesome time
1: yeah so you know i'm a huge frisbee guy obviously i like, people know that i post about it and you know i'm on, on Snapchat. yeah you Instagram. do like disc
0: golf and uh, beersby and all that good yeah. stuff yep
1: so i don't know if i told you this but i played beersby okay Ask me what my record was at the Beatapalooza Palooza. God, I don't want to
0: ask you that. I don't want to ask you that because I know you were undefeated. What was your record? Seven and zero. Did you, you never want to know? I literally want to know. Joey's hilarious when he plays Beersby because he's either super good or super bad. <laughs> like you're either on or you are way off. And when you and you're so streaky, it's like when you get going, it's like it just compounds onto each other. You get to the point where you can't miss. So that's what was happening. Were you leading the team every time? No,
1: yeah, literally <laughs>
0: God. every time. Why did I ask you
1: that? And, and this is the, the craziest team. part. I had like four different partners, so like it was like. I was the X Factor. My swag was all the way cranked up to 11. Listen to this guy right now. (laughs)
0: Listen to this guy right now. The X Factor. Um, well, congratulations, um, Havlick, on going 7-0. and 0. He's nodding so confidently. He just thinks he's the man. Uh, Havlick went 7-0 and 0 on um, Beersby. Um, so, yeah, Joey's weekend update. Maybe we'll get a little song for that. I want, like, a weekend update. I want, like, new I want, like, kind of, like, news. You know, weekend update on SNL. It kind of has, like, news stuff. You know, I want, like, news kind of stuff. I-, I already kind of got a vision for how that's going to look. We'll, uh, we'll we'll try to do a little weekend update um, for Havlick because, my goodness, you <laughs> – the way you just told those, especially the story about my grandma and grandpa, the way you told that story was unbelievable. The bachelor producers are probably a- going to ask you for a job after that, the way you over-exaggerated <laughs> that thing. So, um, Okay, let's get into it here. Um, I First of all, I thought it was hometowns. I thought we were going to do, be doing hometowns. Um, we're doing mental all. What's up? I, why, why are we doing mental all? Does it, is it usually hometowns first and then mental all? I don't know what's going on. No, I wasn't ready for this.
1: This is the normal order, but I agree. This is okay. I was caught sleeping too. I thought I thought it was literally we were walking straight into hometowns. Yeah, I did too. And then we got uh, mental. I guess. I mean, it was still pretty good though. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah, it was. It was all right. It was the same kind of beef I had with Matt James' season. They call it the hot seat. That seat was ice cold. It could not have been colder, Joey. It was a freezing cold seat on Matt James' season, and it is an absolutely white, ice cold seat um, during— Katie season as as well we're going to get to the mental all but we got to get to the big premise of the the, the entire um, the entire show which is Michael A of course right we both knew Michael A was not going to win right we both knew that Michael A was going to get sent home at some point point. Um, and we also both knew it was going to be the most brutal part of the show because Michael A there's I, don't, I doubt there's anybody watching who's like I don't like Michael A you know, I don't care for him as a person. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody is, But for the most part, Michael A. has got to be the most universally loved character on the show. Um, and we've gotten to learn a lot about him as a person and some of the tragedies that he's dealt with and kind of the way that he continues to... The way that he continues to um, kind of face those those um, adversities and just continue to move forward with a smile on his face and continue to have a positive outlook is just um, it's just awesome. It's really cool. It's almost kind of inspiring to see somebody go through all of that stuff and still maintain such a positive outlook on things. So everybody loves Michael A., and we knew this was going to happen, but I did not ever, 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 ever think he would leave on his own. That was just not even on my mind that this would happen. Um, what his kid named jane i think his kid is named james he was facetiming with james we've seen him facetime with james before um first of all whenever he's facetiming with james he's so hyped up he is absolutely hyped up every time he faced you know what i mean he he yeah. every time he facetimes with james it's like he's it's like he just ripped like it's it's like every single time he facetimes with james he is just on cloud nine you can just tell um thoughts on on, on his, his his style um when he's when he's talking to james
1: yeah, no, it's looks like he just like shotgunned like five red bulls. Like he like literally <laughs> it's so true. is so hyped up. And like I don't know, like maybe that's just how he like talks with James, yeah. but like
0: he it's is probably like a combination of how he talks. Super on
1: James. stoked, yeah. which is, I guess, in a good way. It's good. It's quirky, but it's it's funny. He's it's cool. really excited. It's it's, it's yeah. cool.
0: I, I I like it. It's probably a combination of how he does talk to James and the fact that he knows he's on TV, right? And and you you can't help but to know you're on TV while you're doing it, so you're a little bit extra um, uh, psyched up about it. Um, anyway, what James said, which was had to have just been heartbreaking for everybody watching to see, was maybe daddy's gone because daddy doesn't want to see me i think is what he said um which i think that was probably the the hardest part to watch w- was not him leaving was just his his child uttering those words and after he hangs up i notice after he hung up um the producer even went up and hugged him afterwards like he just hugged one of the producers like it was super raw it probably wasn't even meant to be on tv it was probably like a very genuine moment between him and a producer that was wearing a uh a a, a, a a covid mask and um yeah joey thoughts on when his when his kid dropped that line because i mean that's that's that must have been what really kind of kind of shook him and kind of sent him over the the, the um the edge there thoughts on that
1: yeah, I mean, man, uh, that that had me. Uh, uh, I had to take a deep breath after that. that, yeah. that one got me. That, pretty that was brutal. Good too. That was tough. Yeah, and it's so funny because we talk about it a lot. Like, is the show scripted? Uh, you know, is it scripted? Do they set scenes up? Do they not? But I, I don't know how old James is exactly. Uh, if they if they said it, and I, I missed it. But I mean, he's he's younger, right? He's a kid, and like, I don't think you could have ever scripted that like i don't oh the producers are good but i don't think they're i I don't think they're that good
0: i wouldn't put anything past abc (laughs) joey i would not put one thing past abc i do not believe it was scripted either but um i um i i I don't know i don't know i'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole but yeah i mean they're yeah the, the
1: producers are pretty good but i i have a hard time thinking that one was probably scripted and that said It probably wasn't. And then, yeah, I mean, that I mean, that would have been gut wrenching. I can't even I'm trying to put myself in Michael's shoes and I I can't really because I I just I've never been in that situation. and I I don't think I, I don't think I can accurately describe how I would be feeling because I just I can't relate to it. Right. But I still felt so much pain for him
0: knowing how much he cares about his kid. It was it was just it was
1: hard to watch.
0: Yeah. It, it 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 was it was hard to watch and you could tell how much it shook him. Now, the reason I'm so surprised and the reason I never ever thought he would leave on his own is because he hasn't even so much as hinted at that he might leave on his own. He hasn't so much as hinted at the fact that hey, I've been away from my kid and it's been he's hinted at the fact that it's been difficult for him to be away from his kid, but he has not hinted at the fact that it's been so difficult for him to be away from his kid that he might actually leave. So what I'm thinking, Joey, is that he this this decision he made, he might he must not have made this all at one time when he said maybe daddy doesn't want to see me. That must have been the final straw in him feeling this way for a long time, that he's that he's been thinking, I got to leave for a long time. I don't know what to say about it other than it feels kind of odd to me. Um, and, and again, you're right, Joey. I love that you said that what what, what Joey said and he's spot on correct is. I can't relate to that. I'm not a dad, right? I can't relate to what that would feel like, what it would be like to be, a, especially not a single dad, right? That's a whole nother ballgame. Um, is, is you can't relate to that. You don't know what it would be like. But with that being said they are so deep and they are so close to the finish line Joey it's like they've run a marathon a marathon's 26 miles it's like they've run 20 of the 26 miles and then they kind of curve off and then they're done at that point is is kind of how it how it feels to me so that's why i'm so surprised to see him leave Joey are you do you do you kind of agree? Do you kind of get where I'm where I'm coming from here? Do you agree with the fact that it feels odd? And to me, it does feel producer driven. I don't know if it is or not. I, I, I have no idea, but it feels odd that he would leave this late into it maybe his feelings for katie i mean his feelings for katie and what he says it, it, it seems like they're very very strong and i don't believe michael's lying so what's going on here i mean is it and again i can't relate to the the, the, the father thing i'm not a father you know um, um maybe it really does get to a point where you hear your kid say something like that you drop everything and you get back home maybe that's what it is i don't know thoughts on how late he left
1: yeah i agree with you <clears throat> i mean he was so close to the finish line that it seems like to me all the time he did put in it was like did was it worth it because he already he already put in so much time like was that was it worth it at all then at that point you sure. know if you're if you're gonna like if you're gonna exactly. leave right before the end <clears throat> that said like we said it's tough to relate it seemed like he heard that and it just flipped a switch in his head yeah and maybe given the circumstance for him like you said he he flipped that switch and there was nothing in the world that mattered more to him, which he said. Mm-hmm. And so in that in that respect, that does make sense um, as to why he left. One thing that's interesting, though, I was thinking about this. They were going to hometowns wouldn't he see where, where, where she
0: would meet the kid yeah yeah exactly he
1: see james at hometown so that's where i was a little confused is Yeah, like good, very good point wouldn't you see him and like <clears throat> couldn't so they, they already made an exception for him to have a phone right that's a rule that's a known bachelor rule i what what michael Hayes says is that he gets to facetime with his son every day yep mm-hmm. and that's that's a rare exception they don't really let you do that i mean there's been like people <clears throat> like wasn't sarah's like dad was dying and I mean, as maybe she did get an exception, they didn't air it, but like there's been crazy situations like that before. And I don't right. even know if they give them phones then, at least not that they've shown us. Right. Yeah. This is the first time <clears throat> I think I've ever seen them like regularly contacting somebody from the, the outside world, outside the bachelor bubble. Um, <laughs> right. So that was that was interesting. And then because like, I would almost think like the producers could say like, hey, like Michael, a you can spend like maybe extra time at home. With James, like, like you know, what I mean, like, like blended into like the hometown, you know, like maybe right. you can go home like a day or two early or whatever, and you know, so maybe, I, I'm surprised. Maybe the producers
0: could work with him to find a way to get him to stay, because I'm sure the producers didn't necessarily want to see him leave either. I'm sure the producers wanted him to 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 stay because it makes for better. I mean, it makes for better. I, I mean, this whole situation made for very dramatic television, which is what the Bachelor producers want. But at the same time, I can't imagine the producers ever want people to leave on their own. Accord um, I, I, I would feel like They would want Those strong relationships to, to stay on the show And have the viewer Continue to see those progress But um, I don't know But boy Katie was really shook Man She was She was more shook Than I, th- I I mean I expected her To be shook We're at Final Fours Right She has strong relationships With all these guys Yeah um, Except maybe Justin. What is Justin doing? <laughs>
1: I have no idea what Justin's doing. I hey, really He's final three now, man. No he's final three. Good for him. Doing.
0: I just don't. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it's the way ABC's edited it or something. But I just don't see this Justin guy as having this rock star connection with her. But uh, apparently, he's final three now. But the point is, they're at final four. She's going to be shook when anyone leaves this late. But she said something, Joey, that we both noticed. She said she saw them going to the end together what what does she mean by that is she referring to my initial thought was was this ain't no way she's saying she's taking him over Greg no way she's gonna say yeah I want to take Michael just from what I've seen from what's been presented to me There's hardly anything anyone could say that makes me think Greg won't win. I'm even seeing, Joey, these previews where they're showing Greg kind of going bananas and all kinds of crazy stuff's happening. Greg's going to win. All right? I'm just Greg—I feel very confident Greg is going to win. Um, Now, with that being said, she said they saw them going to the end. So my thought was she saw them as maybe a final two. Maybe she saw like going to the end of the show where he would be a part of the final two. But did she mean— that she saw Michael A as the one? Is there a chance there? Or or is she saying that for the cameras? What's going on with that?
1: I I think your analysis is spot on. The way that she said that, it made it sound like he was the one that she was gonna pick ultimately as as the winner Mm -hmm. and to be her husband. However, I agree with you. I think maybe it could be interpreted like he was gonna be top two, right? Like he was gonna be standing there at the end in the finale right. like at the, you know at the altar um but the thing is the uh, that's interesting is like at first so i remember last week i was saying i didn't see that like i didn't see michael a making it that far but by her reaction and, and just given like her relationships with Blake and Justin, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know what Justin still Justin's doing. Justin's hanging
0: out, man. He's hanging out. If Justin wins, I'll give a random person who listens to this a million dollars. I will pick a random. <laughs> hey, that's a good, Joey. That's a good marketing technique. Follow us on Instagram because if Justin wins, I'm going to blindly point at whoever one person that follows us. I'm going to give him a million dollars if Justin wins the show. That's how confident I am that Justin's getting sent home.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I agree. His, good
0: guy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, very, yeah. very good guy guy but, great, great uh, dream, uh, i don't think he has a chance yeah it's going to be the uh, the greg and blake show from here on out
1: yeah which is which is a bummer because well i'm not a huge fan of blake so am i not a huge fan of blake yeah
0: i mean i literally
1: strongly dislike the guy i, I know you strongly dislike and, him but
0: he's got to be the number two outside of greg right i mean i mean no now i would say that, no. yeah
1: now i would say he is number two and uh, i i actually i do i think actually michael a probably would have been number two so i think that it's interesting now, without him in the mix, it, it kind of like makes it a little bit less interesting. It does, however, like you said, Greg looks like he kind of stirs the pot. He gets it, looks like he really stirs up the drama. And there's nothing I love more than when a
0: front runner goes a wall, goes sound, rogue. It, it does sound epic, it like, does sound good to me, because too. You got like Scrub. I haven't, I haven't experienced that, but I, I would like to experience that with Greg this season. That would be fun. Yes. It's, that, so that, that, would, that it's, would be insane.
1: It's such a good ride when they do that. Like <laughs> such a good ride. Literally, <laughs> just just hold on for this journey with Greg.
0: Yep, yep. Hold on to the journey because Greg's going a wall. Greg. Goes a walk. I don't believe any Buckle of those. Pre- yeah, I don't believe any of those previews. They 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 do such a great job with those previews of making it seem like some of the most unbelievable things are going to go down. Matt James this season, I they had me hook, line, and sinker on those previews, thinking the most epic stuff was going to happen. It never did. So I'm I'm going to try not to buy into all of that. But there is no doubt that there's something going on there with 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 Greg. Um, that some kind of drama, some kind of Greg related drama happens. Um, I still don't see him leaving on his own accord. That bet we made. Um, I feel very safe in. I made Joey a bet that Greg would win a while ago. Joey had the field. I have Greg. I feel very, very um, confident in that right now. So, yeah, rest in peace to Michael A. Got to be one of the most beloved uh, people on the show. Um, Obviously not going to be back on the bachelor stage in any capacity because he has a kid, and that was the reason he left. So if he were to come back, it would really not make any sense <laughs> right <laughs> i mean i trust me I, I think people would love to see michael a back on the bachelor stage in some capacity he was very very well loved and i think people are really really rooting for him but for him to come back to the bachelor stage in any capacity would be very would, would, would just be contradicting everything he just did right so um obviously that, that that should be the end that we'll see of michael a on the bachelor stage but good guy and rest in peace to him and i hope he does find love and i hope he uh, uh i hope things uh, as everybody else does i uh, hope things really work out for him
1: yeah, no I agree. <clears throat> yeah, he's he was
0: probably like one of my more liked uh, characters ever to, to to go on the show. He kind of well. reminded me of like he, he's kind of like the same reason I liked Abigail. Abigail was my favorite character on on Matt season because she was so nice and she it, it's again it's that kindness that really ta- it's that kindness and that positivity that I loved about Abigail. It was twofold, kindness and positivity. I get that with him. I get that with Michael A. as well. Kindness and positivity—he embodies both of those things, and it's very, very infectious. As a viewer, you really do root for somebody who's like that. So, um, good for good for um, Michael A. Um, I, I'm sure that his 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 life has changed forever as uh, a result of being on this show, and I'm I'm sure it's changed for the better as well. I'm sure that there are a lot of Michael A. fans, and there should be. Um, he's a he's a great guy that I don't think um, anybody would uh, debate uh, debate with that. Yeah.
1: Um, well, yeah. Last thing I'll say on him, sure. quick. <clears throat> I just liked my Glade too, because the guy he just didn't care what people thought about him. Like, yeah, like
0: he he said he failed the WO WO challenge or whatever. Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that's like a super good example. Yeah, of it. it was really he funny. Just,
1: like all the other guys, you could totally tell they were like dancing around it. Like Trey, like they were like they like didn't want to am- admit this stuff, you know, awkward stuff on national television. Which I get. But I loved it that he just had the courage. And there was multiple instances of this throughout the season. Yeah. We're like, I'd almost be kind of surprised by him. I'd be like, oh, it's surprising. But I think it goes to who he is as a person and his events with his wife passing. It's really changed him, right? He he had the, the watch, right? He had the watch and he said, this represents time. It's so precious. And I think when him going through such a crazy life event, he just realized that time is short and he just doesn't he's he's not afraid to do whatever right because right. he's like you have limited time on earth and you just got to go out there and be yourself and not be uh, not be afraid of what other people might think
0: of you and I, I just thought that was awesome wow I, yeah yeah i'm 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 with you joey that was solid right that might have been your best bros in the break room take i've ever heard <laughs> i don't want to say that to joey right now cuz his his head's already massive right now but that was a very solid take you're <laughs> right when you, and again, can't relate to it, but when you experience a life event like that uh, with your your wife passing away and just, I got, it's got to per, put everything in perspective. Uh, it's got to really put everything in perspective and it's going to kind of change your personality. And in Michael A., it seems like it changed his personality in a very, very good way where he's being very appreciative of what he has. One of the most the thing that he seems the most appreciative of is that, that time that he has. And part of the reason why he left, right, is he doesn't want to take any more time away from his son and, it's got to be just something like that. You hear your son say, maybe daddy doesn't want to see me. You know, you got to pack up and leave because you got to let your son know that's not the case and that there's nobody that um, that you care for more than your own son. So yeah, very good take there. I'm totally with you. Um, okay, mental all. Let's get into it. Again, didn't expect this. I didn't know we were going to be doing the mental all. Um, this is the first thing I want to talk about actually is um, Caitlin and Tasha. I want to do a little check in on them because this is the only time the host really gets put to work in my opinion is, is the men tell all I noticed this in the women tell and the, after the final rose, they'll get put to work big time on the, after the final rose as well too. I'll be interested to see that. Um, Joey, do you have any thoughts or opinions on how Tasha and Caitlin did facilitating the men tell all, um, I I think they kind of facilitated it the way that I expected, because let me let me put it this way. I've been I've been kind of kind of um, criticizing them for the fact that they haven't really been. I don't really feel like the host does that much. In this case, the host does do a little bit more. But I want to see those hot seat questions. Ask them something Interesting. Ask them. I, I would love to hear them talk to Michael A. about his entire experience being away from his kid. From from, how did you get to this point where you decided to go home? Was it the Was it a switch that all of a sudden happened? Was it a long course of of feeling this way? Was it talk to me about what it was like being away from your son and what led to that decision? Don't just ask them. How are you feeling? That's all they asked. I actually wrote it down. What did I, what did I write down? How do you feel and how hard was that? Those are the two questions that they were asking. How do you feel and how hard was that? Well, I'm sorry, but those aren't interesting questions. If you're going to hot seat somebody, dive into things a little bit. Do you remember Emmanuel Acho? Boy, he would be Fantastic. At interviewing people in this kind of situation, Tasia and Caitlin, I'm sure people like them because they are such well-respected bachelorettes. I, I, I would love to see somebody else host the show. I'm sorry, I, I, I would. I-, I felt underwhelmed in terms of the, the, the level of depth in the questions because this is really an opportunity for us to get to know these people even more and have these these one-on-one interactions. And we've seen what's happened on the show. There's a there is a laundry list of questions that can be asked. I don't feel like they asked their questions. I was disappointed with how they with how they did in the mental all. Maybe this is also standard for men. Maybe Chris Harrison asked those same kind of weak sauce questions as well. Thoughts?
1: No, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. You said this earlier. <clears throat> Though the hot seat again, two seasons in a row was ice cold.
0: Yep, ice cold. Um, and I agree. bad TV.
1: Yeah, I agree with you that what happened was it looked like they were reading into a teleprompter it looked yep. like they were well yeah. said well yeah. said and, and
0: it's hard it's hard to facilitate something like that it's not easy not everybody can do it but you're right it did feel very stiff and like they were reading into a teleprompter you're right yep.
1: Yeah. yep well said and yeah no and the questions they were asking were not were i agree they were i mean they were they were scripted they were they were written down ahead of time they didn't ask questions based on the conversation it didn't feel like a conversation right it was like It felt like they were asking very prompted, like potentially teleprompted questions. Um, And I agree with you. Yeah, I would have actually... Acho
0: would have been
1: great to have that. You're right,
0: Joey, because what Acho was doing on that final rose is is he was taking what they were saying. It could not have been pre-scripted, what Acho said, because Acho was asking questions based on their responses. That did not happen in any kind of way. And boy, if you had somebody that could ask those questions, especially with the Michael A. stuff, because we're seeing that happen now. I want to know what led to that decision. Get me inside the head of Michael A. a little bit more Ask some more specific questions as to you know how long you know were you feeling this way what would is what was it like to be away um, you know why did you decide to come on the show you know knowing that that you did you did have a kid what ultimately made you decide it was worth it and what made you decide it was then not worth it don't don't just ask how you feel I was disappointed with Caitlin and Taysha they're gonna be hosting Michelle's season um, which I'm fine with again I don't care who the host is the only time the host is put to work is when they do the men tell all women tell all And the after the final rose, we'll see how that after the final rose goes with them as well, because Emmanuel Acho absolutely killed it. He did an amazing job. And um, I would like to see them do a a great job with that um, as as well, because it just it really kind of makes you appreciate the characters more. And it makes you appreciate them more as as people when you have a a really great interviewer. Um, Didn't feel like we got that with Tasha and and, and Caitlin. I would be ready for someone else to take over that role in my in my opinion. But uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on, on, on them.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting because, like, right when they started, uh, like, the the show, right, on the premiere, I, I like, was not, didn't think they were, I I wasn't a huge fan of how they kind of were on the premiere. I've, like, I've gotten a little more warmed up to them as the season has kind of progressed. I... uh, I I've honestly feel like we haven't seen them very much, so I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I was, like, was going to say, how are you getting warmed yeah, up to them? You're getting I, I warmed up to them. See, seeing them less? Yeah, seeing them seeing them less. I mean, there's something warm, to warm up to. I, don't know.
0: I think that they they will get put to work a little bit um, when Katie starts to go through some drama stuff and everybody else has kind of left. I imagine the, sh- the host will... Um, kind of naturally get more involved in the show when there are less people there when it's just Katie and two dudes that are, that are there she's not the host is naturally going to get involved I saw I saw um, you know Caitlyn kind of checking in with Katie in a preview um, when some some stuff was going down so yeah we'll see I mean don't get don't, don't get me wrong I, I, again it doesn't matter to me I'll watch the, the show equally if no matter who's hosting it I, I really will but when it comes to the men tell all stuff that's when I really want to see a host kind of take over and, and and really ask some specific questions to really get to the heart and the the brain of these people who are on such an unbelievably unique experience and I want to really kind of feel that experience when I when I when I hear them talk. I didn't, I didn't really get that but um Joey Cody who who is why, why why was Cody there why was Cody at the mental hall I mean are, are we just bringing this dude back just to have Aaron bash him one more time and then send him home we have all these we have all these rivalries that I didn't even know were rivalries. I saw Brendan was talking more than I've ever seen him talk in my entire life. I didn't know he even talked that much. Um, Joey, what were your thoughts just in general on the mental all episode?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't know what the point of having Cody back was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just get one more, one more bashing from, from Aaron maybe. I don't know. It, it was hilarious too how Aaron and Trey admitted. They're like, yeah, all we did was – bash other people
0: we didn't even really you know better our relationship no, at all no, Aaron Aaron was literally saying that Aaron was like yeah so I know that our experience was really kind of caught up in drama and turmoil you know Aaron said that which is unfortunate it's like Aaron you caused that you chose to you chose to have a relationship her that was full of drama because you were more interested in 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 ripping all these guys and throwing these guys under the bus then you were forming a relationship with katie so don't give me the yeah i know a relationship was kind of filled with drama aaron that's your f-, you know it's, it's aaron's fault aaron would probably admit it's his fault but yeah it was it, it was just odd i don't know in terms of the 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 the, the men tell all it was just really kind of a cluster there was carl was just going nuts there i cannot carl is the man i am i am team carl. I think he is hilarious. I think he has plans. I call him Plans Carl because he has plans for everything. He was going nuts with Brendan, getting Brendan involved. Joey, thoughts on Carl coming back on Paradise, and thoughts on 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 who I thought was by far the funniest character of the season, which was which was Plans Carl. No, I
1: agree. Honestly, okay. The craziest part about Carl tonight for me. <clears throat> So he was like kind of a he was a villain uh, on the sure. show. yeah, he was definitely. And
0: but tonight, if this was like a debate, so if this was a presidential debate, right? Do you ever watch those? Um, I didn't. I didn't watch them in in 2016, but yeah, sometimes I will. Oh
1: my gosh! Did you you didn't watch the so this most recent election? You didn't watch? No, I didn't watch. Oh my gosh! There was there was one of the debates. I think it was the second one. I want to say, and it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'm not kidding. Like. That's it, why I didn't watch it. it. Was it's like, almost
0: depressing. It's like we get you're a Republican and a Democrat. Like I, I want to see people gonna get along. I don't want to see them just rip each other the whole time. But yeah, but yes. It yeah, was keep like the most it was the the craziest thing I've ever seen on TV. Like it,
1: like they literally <laughs> they literally like finished the debate and like all the announcers were like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> what like and they, like they were like that was the craziest thing i've ever seen on a presidential stage in my life like it was unanimous everyone was just floored um anyways yeah i saw some highlights or
0: low lights i should say of those uh debates yeah
1: yeah and they always talk about who who won the debate and it's like it's it's a debate there's there's really not uh any sort of metrics that you can actually actually say that but they're always like oh yeah this is who we think won whatever. right but if you were gonna to try to say somebody won the tell all, I'd probably say it was Carl. I agree, he, dude. He I looked, agree. Why did Carl look like a hero? Why? Why? Did, like he was like finished off with like like a like a kiss, kiss the peace sign of the world. Like yeah, mic drop. I'm out. I'm the man. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he kind of like he kind of did win, kind of, because he like explained why the method to some of his madness.
0: Crazy Carl, plans. And so then- so plans Carl actually kind of made a good point, you were thinking there, and then left on a good point, point. and the <laughs> crowd was the crowd was applauding him, and he just walks off in the sunset kind of?
1: That's like what it seemed like. That's yeah. It felt like he kind of had the last word. You I don't, know, He I, kind I, of put a couple of the guys in a pretzel, uh, <laughs> and then it was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Put
0: anyone in a, I didn't see him putting anyone in pretzels. I, I, I don't know if I saw that with him or not. All I saw was him just going off, which is all I want to see from Carl. Is Carl... My favorite moment of the season was when Carl, out of absolutely no basis of fact, said, I think there are people here for the wrong reasons. And, and it rocked Katie's world. He knew it would rock Katie's world. It was complete speculation, and he did it anyway. It was just hilarious to me. It made absolutely no sense why he would do something like that. And it's so indicative of who he is as a person. He's not afraid to create a mess, he, he doesn't like, Carl doesn't like it when things are in order, I can tell. You know what I mean? If things are in order and everything is going good, Carl doesn't like that. Carl's like, how can I make a mess out of this? You know what I mean? Carl loves to create Messes, and that's what he was doing on that Mentel. All he was getting into it with Brendan. Apparently, him and Brendan are, are rivals. I didn't know that, I didn't really hear those two uh, going at it. I also saw James and Hunter were getting in. James said something pretty brutal to Hunter. He said he called him Thomas 1.5. He said, half the size, twice the um, yeah, uh, begins with an A, yeah. Um, uh yeah, uh, uh, Thomas 1.5, uh, which is really kind of a brutally mean thing to say um, to, uh, to to Hunter. Um, anyway, then we got uh, Connor B who kept the edit the Connor B edit all they were doing was just showing him kissing. It was just kiss after kiss. We get it. Katie, the connection was not there because of the kiss. It doesn't necessarily mean the dude's like a bad kisser. You know what I mean? Like, The Bachelor, I get that they have to, you know, show that and do it because it's kind of funny, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. And I was almost uninterested in seeing it. But when he did kiss the fan, it was, I, I loved it. When he, when that, that, that fan, which obviously it was staged, they kind of tried to pretend like, oh, I just kind of wanted to say it all of a sudden. It's super down. staged. Of course it's staged. Like, don't even pretend like Why do they have to pretend? pretend? pretend like it's not staged. I I, I don't know, but the fan did it. And what I loved more than anything about the kiss was how much the guys were loving it. All the men were absolutely loving it because all those guys, you remember when Connor B left, Joey, how much those guys love Connor B. It's like that same thing. They were just loving it. Like everybody just seems to love Connor B. I'm tired of his ukulele. Put away your ukulele, Connor B. I don't want to hear your ukulele songs. I didn't like the ukulele. I'm not a ukulele guy, first of all. Not a ukulele guy, all right? Don't want to see you bring out the ukulele in the group date or whatever you did. Definitely don't want to see another one. Thoughts um, on, on, on Connor B kind of with the, the kissing at it, how he kissed the fan, and then he whipped out the ukulele um, on his way out. Any thoughts on Connor B as we say goodbye to him?
1: I agree, honestly, <clears throat> Connor B. Yeah, I agree with you on the ukulele. Put down the uke. Put
0: down the uke. Cat
1: guy, aka Connor B, aka Cat guy. <laughs> we, I, I don't know. He's gonna be on Paradise, right? Oh man, he's gonna. Oh, dude, you oh know, God. you
0: know. Oh, no, fons. I know what you're gonna say, and you I know, already can't deal with it. He's gonna have opening the ukulele scene, yep. all the time. He's gonna have. He's gonna oh have a Hawaiian, on, a Hawaiian shirt on. I know. Hawaiian shirt on
1: with. With a lay around oh my his God. neck oh my God. and the ukulele. And oh we're going to no. be like, it's like. Din, din,
0: da, din, I just da, hate din, din. ukuleles, dude. I just hate <laughs> ukuleles so much. I don't want to see Connor B playing a ukulele. I don't want to hear him sing. I Sing a cover. I'm cool with him doing a cover. Don't, don't write your own original songs that like are like not. I, 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 I don't like the originals. Not a fan of the ukulele. Connor B, if you're listening to this, I like you. You're a good guy. You've proven that. Everybody loves you. I said this before. The biggest testament you can give somebody on this show is if every single guy in that house loves you. That's the biggest testament you can give somebody on this show because all we're watching is we're watching about two percent of what less than that of what actually goes on. The reality is everybody loves Connor B. Clearly, he's a great guy. Connor B, you're a great guy. Put down the ukulele. Put down the ukulele. Like,
1: like yeah. If you're listening, we might have to at Connor B and just say I might at Connor B. Put. You know what's Damn. ironic is I have a the uk- ukulele.
0: Is I have a ukulele. Like I, 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 know, I feel like you've like played. No, it before I, I know how I I to play. To your yes, like yeah. I know how to play the ukulele. But <laughs> I decided I don't like it anymore. I'm not a ukulele guy. Um, yeah, Connor B put down the ukulele. Um, Andrew S, I, I'm seeing a lot of fans um, on social media want Andrew S to be the next Bachelor. I'm seeing that a lot. Thoughts on Andrew S potentially being the next Bachelor? I'm here for it. Yeah, love, I love Andrew S.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. I've heard that fan theory a lot now. I could see it easily. I think he would be a good bachelor. I like I said, I like him like 75% yeah, of the time. Got to get the Uber mode, mode in check. 25% Uber yeah. mode. I'm not really here for um but I think if he could yeah, maybe not do goober mode. I don't. I don't know if that's possible, but I would be here for
0: it. Did I don't he know. do any goober mode stuff today? No, he was like, all he was, business. He was all he business. He was, was serious.
1: Uh, he was all serious. And you were liking it then? And I, yeah, I kind of. I thought it was okay. You yeah, I kind
0: of liked it. All right, not um, loving it. It doesn't seem like you love it based on your tone. <clears throat> it's like it's all. It's all right.
1: Yeah, Andrew S. I I like Andrew S. He wasn't like my favorite. Like I wasn't like yeah, Andrew S. He's my favorite of the season. I love him. He's great type of deal. But would I be like mad if he was the bachelor? No. Okay. Like, I would, I, would be, right. I would be... Right. I would be... Right.
0: Okay. You, you would be cool with that. Yeah. I think he would do a great job as bad sir. I mean, he's a very, very well-liked guy. He's very, very well-spoken. You know who else is very well-spoken that I didn't even know was Michael A. Boy, he he can really talk. He is he's a very, very well-spoken guy. He articulates his points very, very very well. Michael A, you are always welcome to come do an interview on this podcast if you would like. Um, because, yeah, I was very, very impressed with him. And same thing with Andrew S. He's a very well-spoken guy as well. Um, he has great charisma. I think he would do a great job as Bachelor, I would definitely be um be ready for that. Um, Joey, I am done. Unless there's anything you wanted, anything else you wanted to mention. I'm done talking about the mentel all. So we now have we always do this with mentel all, we did it mad season. I want to keep doing it here moving forward. It is power rankings time, and now we are going to go power rankings heavy on this episode. It is going to be well, let's do the song. We gotta get the song going. Let's let's do the power ranking song. It is now time for Joey's power rankings. This is the Power Rankings um, of this kind episode? Of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um,
1: okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's
0: kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's Power Rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far kind of what the hell are these halfway okay there there it is because i don't i don't do joey's power rankings without the power ranking song so it's a power rankings heavy episode we are going to be di- we're going to be kind of recapping the season we did this in Matt season i want to do it again i had fun doing this on Matt season we're going to be recapping the season joey's going to give us what your top five what are you what are you going to be giving us exactly your top five favorite characters your top five least favorite Your bottom five least favorite characters anything else
1: yeah i'm gonna be doing that and then
0: Mind, mind you, we didn't know it was the men tell all, so Joey, Joey whipped this up here pretty quickly, but yeah,
1: yeah, do that, and then, might I know we talked about some favorite moments and least favorite
0: moments, so might yeah. pull out some of those. Yeah, two. if you we'll even see. just we'll have, see yeah, what happens? Yeah, yeah, if you even just have a couple uh, favorite or least favorite moments, that'd be cool. So let's go ahead, let's let's let, I want to let let us start. Uh, let's start with least favorite contestants i'm i'm very fascinated to hear who you're going to put for your least favorite contestants so who we got at number five your least favorite character of the entire season number five least favorite character
1: i'm gonna this might become as a surprise and i actually might get some uh shade for this one Uh-oh. uh oh. but we kind of already touched on it i like that i'm going uh i'm going uh connor connor B. I, I just You never liked him. Yeah. Never no, it doesn't, really it doesn't liked surprise him. me. Yeah. He was kinda constantly in goober mode.
0: <laughs> it's so true. No, it's he, it's true. Yeah. I liked Connor B, but I, I can acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> constantly in goober mode. Yeah.
1: He was like yeah, he, he just like he just was just too I don't even know why. I can't really put my finger I, on it, but I he was really out there and he um I don't know. I just didn't really connect with the guy that I just don't think I like, I, if I, like in real life. I just I don't think we would be great friends. Not he, like enemies. Like I have nothing against him. I just I don't know. We just I don't think we would click.
0: I feel like he made you cringe a lot. Yeah, he for sure made me. Cringe I feel like Connor B was making you cringe a lot. Um and Joey cringes at stuff a lot, so it, it makes sense that you do have Connor B at number five. You didn't like him from the moment that you didn't like the cat guy thing when he showed up as with with the cat suit. You didn't care for that. Um, you didn't. I mean, I, I think people who have listened to this podcast maybe wouldn't necessarily be surprised by that. Um, I think that's an okay pick considering the fact you hate cringing and Connor B made you cringe a lot. <laughs> I mean, Connor B was he was kind of cringeworthy um, quite a bit. Um, I, Connor B would definitely not be in my least favorites. Um, I just thought he was such a good. Good, well-intentioned guy. I don't mean his intention. I don't mean like here for the right reasons. When I say well-intentioned, I mean like he's well-intentioned and like trying to make other people kind of feel good, trying to kind of make his make people better off based on his interactions that he has with them. I kind of noticed him doing that a lot, which I like. And I just like good people. When I see good people on the show, I like them. So I'm not here for your Connor B pick, but it makes sense for you based on what you've talked about in the podcast. So um, number five, we got number four. Yeah.
1: Uh, one, I one have more thing. thing yeah, I'm sure. Be. Sure. I would. I would agree with you. He did seem like a really good guy. I will admit that. Yeah. My ranking, which is pretty much is based off, like his entertainment value, what I saw, like, on... It comes back to the goober mode. TV, and it yeah. comes back to goober mode, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean, goober. he seems like a good guy. I don't know. I wish I wish Connor would be the best. That's been the word of the season, is goober. <laughs> goober Joey, goober Joey,
0: mode. Joey loves using that word to describe dudes as a goober. Um, okay, all right, uh, good pick at number five. Let me get number four. Uh,
1: number four... I'm gonna go with Hunter. It's kind of it's kind of ex- as expected.
0: sure. Um, sure yeah.
1: I I think Hunter a couple things. I think it was interesting tonight how Connor B stood up for Hunter, which I think was good. Um,
0: I like seeing that, too.
1: I don't think Hunter fully knew what he was doing always, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like <laughs> Hunter, like he says, just kind of like did things and he's just kind of like, ha, ha, I'm going to do this and we're going to see how it goes. And that just like went horribly. Exactly. <laughs> like, like I, I don't think it was it was like malicious or it was his intent to be like a bad person. You know, what I mean, like, no, I don't either. Um, Where like, you know, some of these other villains. Like, you know, epic villains like Luke P and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. He he was just... He he was totally calculated. But, like, it was, like, with Hunter... I don't think he did it on purpose almost.
0: Well, here's Hunter actually said this. You do things you wouldn't normally do when you're in that spot. Of course, we can't relate to being on the show, but I would imagine that that's very true. When you're on that show, you probably do act and do things that you wouldn't normally do just because it probably feels like you're on a movie set. You know what I mean? And you don't realize the fact that you could say something. And you probably forget sometimes that the cameras are there, so you could say something and then contradict it later. And if there were no cameras there, it, it wouldn't matter. But there are cameras there, so he's got—he's kind of caught red-handed with these things. And it's like—it makes sense. I don't think Hunter is a bad guy. I ripped him on one episode. I remember. I absolutely <laughs> smoked him on one episode, and I really didn't care for him because of the way he was talking to the other guys. I didn't like. He was talking down to them. He kept—he kept sucking time. You remember that dude sucked time at the cocktail party. I hate it when people have a rose and they talk to Katie at the cocktail party. You don't do that. All right. That's that should be an etiquette thing. I'm calling for a new rule, a new unwritten rule is if you have a rose on your chest, you don't talk to Katie at the cocktail party. It's not your time. That should be a rule. If I had a rose, I would never talk to her. It's just an etiquette thing. It's a respect thing. Um, Hunter completely abused that. And I absolutely ripped him. With that being said, I do not think he is a bad guy. Um, I think that this this men all kind of kind of proved that he got a brutal edit though from ABC, didn't he? Um, that edit was really kind of highlighting all of his lies and really made Hunter really made Hunter look kind of like a bad person, which I almost didn't appreciate because I can tell he is not a bad person. But um, yeah, he'd probably fall somewhere in my top five least favorite characters. Not that he's a bad guy, but I, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't love the way he was talking down to the other guys and the way he was sucking time. I didn't like that. So uh, he could find a spot for the for that reason. So uh good pick, number three.
1: Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. With with Hunter. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I think yeah, you could even tell he, he was like
0: shaking his head after the edit he got because we think that might have been the first time he, he saw it as yeah well. and he yeah. was probably shaking his head out of frustration like i can't believe i acted like that and he was probably might have also been shaking his head out of like come on abc catch me a break here he's probably had he probably has hours of him being a great person on the camera you know and they're not going to give him any of that so you know yeah. what i mean so I, I get it for him agreed um, right. yeah okay, we can move cool. on yeah number three
1: <laughs> number three so i know we're kind of just going down the list here uh my top two might be more unexpected but really yeah, well, number three is kind of what you'd expect. I mean, is I'm it Blake? Going, uh,
0: no, it's okay. Number three is Thomas. I mean. The, the thing is, he would not be on my top five least favorite characters. Yeah, me, I know. For you, me personally, yeah, did you, not, did, did not, did not, did not mind the fact that he said I was thinking about being the next Bachelor. There were things on my mind outside of the show. I've said this before. If people come on the show and they're not there for the wrong, the right reasons. I got no problem with that. I really don't. I don't believe Trey said earlier. Trey said something I actually wrote it down. What Trey said was, um, you. Trey said that people aren't all thinking about The Bachelor, which might be true. They might not all be thinking about The Bachelor, but you can't tell me that they're not all thinking about the opportunity they have here to become famous or semi-famous as a result of this show. And I think Thomas was just being kind of honest about that. And Katie hated it because Katie doesn't want anyone there for any other reason than true love, right? So obviously Katie hated it. I didn't hate it. And Trey's right. Maybe that not everybody's thinking about being The Bachelor specifically, but even Trey himself, there's no way he can say, that it wasn't in his mind that he's going to become famous he's going to be on, t- on national tv he's going to be on a major network i mean come on what, what thomas was saying all these dudes are thinking i i don't know but yeah keep keep going on thomas
1: no i mean i i agree with you completely i think that it was it was totally not, it came off pretty fake i think when trey said that in my opinion when he was like I have not even had that thought cross my
0: mind. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you have. I'm yeah. sure you have. I'm sure, like you said, everyone has. And even if he hasn't, it's like he's still thinking about the fame. It's got to be. Right. Like, how can you not be? It's Are you a human? Like, Do you have blood in your veins? If you do, it, you're going to be thinking about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, there it's not a surprise that that's pretty much the goal for most people. Because assuming that there's only one person that, that wins, right? And usually it doesn't end
0: up with them anyway. <laughs> they usually break up. Right,
1: right. So... I agree with you. The reason why I didn't really like Thomas is he did just come off. Even he even yeah. said it. He, he said he said like once. Remember this? He said he like had red flags or something. Yeah. Remember that? And then yeah. she called him on it. And he's like, "Uh, no, I don't. And it just seemed like he was so calculated. Like I it think seemed we, like he was like running for president. Exactly, Joey. You know I think
0: we called him a politician yeah. on the show quite a bit, which yeah. is very true. You're right. I don't he does kind of have a little bit of a sleazy vibe to him and he does kind of have like a he'll say whatever he needs to say in order to sound um, you know, correct. Or in order he'll say whatever he needs to say in order to kind of stay on the show it's like he'd say whatever he needs to say to get a vote it's like that kind of same kind of thing I even got that sense with him on the mental all when he was talking I saw some of the guys kind of scoffing at him while he was talking because it just seemed but I just kind of think that's who he is his, I just kind of think that's his personality so I don't necessarily fault him for that but I do agree with the politician vibes I get that from him too in terms of like the fact that everybody hates him I, I don't really hate him for the same reasons as everybody else does but um good uh, yeah that's a fair that's a fair um that's a fair description of why you don't like him like him though. I that makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the thing is too so he it's funny because we were saying that he was just saying what everybody else was saying and he was being honest and then on the other side of the, the the coin there were saying like oh, he's just being calculated and saying what everybody wants to hear, but then but then he like wasn't at times. I don't know. He was he was kind of confusing yeah. that way because he almost kind of contradicted himself. <laughs> you know, in that respect. Um but it's interesting um like like we always talk about it's a game right it's a at the end of the day it is a it's a game right and he he didn't play it very well it's not like even hunter where hunter was caught in some of these lies it's it's not lying if you just don't say it right yeah no you're right you're right i mean thomas should not
0: have thomas just simply should not have said those things the other guys aren't saying it why would he you know what i mean yeah Um, you're right he did not play the game very well it's not a good move to make you go farther on the show. Um, I hope Thomas is not experiencing any backlash from the show. It has bled into his personal life. I really hope that for him because I don't really think that's fair if that is the case. Because you're getting an edit every single time um, you're on the show. You're getting an edit of who you are. You're not getting who you actually are. Um, we can't honestly say what we think of Thomas because we don't know Thomas. We're just getting exactly what ABC wants us to see. And they wanted us to see him as the bad guy. So uh, which I didn't even really in, in spite of that, I didn't really see him as the bad guy anyway. But um yeah, good good pick at number three, number two. Number
1: two. I'm going with Courtney. What? <laughs> I did not like Courtney at all. He
0: hardly spoke. I he hardly got any
1: airtime. <laughs> Courtney. Okay, we got a Courtney edit. Dude, you know what's funny? He was on the tell all? Did he did he say a single word on the tell? No, tell-all? he
0: didn't. And there was another he didn't say guy. Anything. Who was that one guy? Oh my that, gosh. <laughs> no idea who that no idea who that there guy was. Who was that one guy? And I, I, I honestly I've never heard of him. Did not know he was on the show. Might have been a night one boot. Um, never seen him in my life. Did not say one word on the tell all what what what, what's going on what what was his name no no idea (laughs) i'm not kidding i was actually going to ask you joey i was going to ask you i was going to be like who is that guy i was i was actually going to ask you to go back and see who that was so we could talk about in the podcast but i didn't even care to do that i was just (laughs) i I didn't even care i didn't even even care to do that i was just like there's just who even who who even knows who that guy is he's just hanging out there uh yeah i couldn't tell you his name either i i want to say like
1: kyle
0: you know oh that does sound right actually I have no clue though. Are <laughs> you just throwing out random I am random just names? Just throwing out a random name. It's probably <laughs> it's probably like
1: Ryan, Ryan or Kyle. I, Kyle I,
0: I, Kyle kind of sounded right to me for some reason. I don't I don't know, but yeah, um, no no clue. no idea who that was. Literally no idea who that but was.
1: Courtney, he didn't Courtney, talk that much. Number two, but I, when he yeah. did talk, it was brutal and cringy all the way through oh, every God. single time. And he from the moment he stepped out of the limo in his intro remember that all the puns yeah
0: his intro was five
1: puns in a row was five too many courtney and it just you set the tone i think that's the thing with with um courtney and connor b for me and stuff like that those guys on the list here is first impressions are huge just like they are in real life right and you just set the tone and sometimes that impression sticks right so it's like you know so i don't know that's kind of what it was for courtney uh Yeah, I just okay. was not a fan. I, I
0: didn't expect a Courtney to get uh, pulled in at number two because I just didn't think we saw enough from him. I will never forget when to- Courtney wrapped himself in toilet paper on the group <laughs> date. That was one of the worst moments I've seen on the show. Um, he ended up getting the axe um, very quickly after he wrapped himself in toilet paper and everyone said they were all proud of him. You remember that? Everyone's like, I'm proud of you, Courtney. And no one knew why. It was just like a failed edit from ABC. Oh. Something happened like off camera that they didn't show us. And as he left, everyone was saying they were proud of him. And I just clapped. remember that. And then applauded him. Like, why are we applauding <laughs> Courtney? Like, let's get Courtney out of here. I didn't particularly care for Courtney either um, because he kind of made me cringe a lot as well. So, good uh, pick at number two. I think I can predict number one. Who do you think it is? Blake the Snake. Blake the This, Nick, you are right. Really? I, I guess, you know what? I'm kind of thinking about who my number one least favorite person would be. I'm kind of having a tough time because I don't think I really disliked anybody that much. So maybe Blake would be my number one because he does kind of feel to me like he is really just out there for himself. He does seem like he is the most competitive person by far on the show. Um, he seems a little bit le- uh, different than the rest of the guys in that he does seem more calculated. He seems like he's really out for himself is the way I interpret it as as well. Not afraid to say what's on his mind uh, and be himself, which I do appreciate about him. But I'm kind of with you. That might be my number one as well. I'm not a huge Blake guy as well but uh, talk to me about why
1: yeah I mean he just seems like <laughs> I haven't said it yet genuine he there just, it is just seems just not genuine at all like you said I agree with you completely always looking out for number one always just looking out for Blake it just doesn't seem like yeah he just like it just doesn't feel good when he's on screen yeah. to, to me when he's talking to Katie it just doesn't feel good it just doesn't it, something just doesn't sit right with me yeah and it reminds me of I think this is before your time, but there was a guy Jed. Um, I don't know if you I, ever I heard am, about him. I am him familiar with who he is. Yes, Hannah Brown season. Yep. And it was the same thing for me when Jed was there, and I told people this because I was watching it with with the guys, and I, I I called it. I said like I do not like Jed at all. And I was like, literally, I remember I have like Snapchats, and, and I was talking with the guys. I told them, I'm just like, something's just off with this guy. just something's off. And then his whole scandal came out and Right. In the end, that he had a girlfriend, had the, a whole girlfriend the whole yeah. time. And I was like, you know, I called it. Like, could you I, imagine
0: I, if that happened on Katie season? Like, imagine if Greg had a girlfriend this whole time. Oh, imagine what Katie would my do. My
1: gosh, she
0: would be. She'd be
1: in prison for so murder. She'd be in prison for murder. Oh.
0: She'd be doing. Li- she'd be doing 25 to life. If if Greg had a girlfriend, she'd be in. She wouldn't be doing the women. Well, so we know that didn't happen because she's free. Um, if that would have happened, she'd be in prison because she would have murdered him in cold blood. So at least we know that didn't happen. Um, yeah, that's that's brutal. That's that's brutal. I, I said I'm I'm okay with people being there for not necessarily the wrong. I don't want people showing up there if you have a girlfriend though. That's just that just doesn't feel right. That feels very sleazy to me. So um, yeah, um, good good call at number one. Yeah. I'm not, not a huge Blake guy either. Yeah,
1: yeah, I just like. I just think don't – it's just – every time, yeah, it just feels weird. Like, he was being super condescending. I think it was last episode or two episodes ago. I remember we brought it up on on the show. And it just – yeah, it seemed like he was just, yeah, condescending. It felt like he he was like, well, I had a one-on-one. Man, that would sure stink if you didn't have one.
0: I didn't care for that either. And it
1: was, like, felt super weird. And even, like, in these other moments just throughout the season, like, was it uh, Connor B after he got uh, the boot – and he did. Was it Connor B or Andrew S? Somebody went to Blake's room. Who, who, who do you remember who that was? Was it Connor B? And he like he they only it was only Blake. It was I think it was Connor B. He like knocked on uh, his door. It, it was Connor night. B.
0: It was Connor B. I believe yes.
1: And even that, I don't know. It just felt off to me. Like yeah. but first of all, I was like, man, if I was going to one guy in the house, definitely would not be going to Blake. Right. And it just felt like he was like, oh, sucks. But, like, it didn't really seem like he actually cared. And then, like, it's, I felt like, in his opinion, he's like, well, in the back of his mind he's probably like, well, that's one last person I'm gonna have to compete with now. Sure. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Um And I, I don't yeah. I don't mind that competitive edge of it. I don't I don't mind the fact that he's competitive, but at the same time, it's just there I agree with you with what you say when it's like when he's on screen, it just doesn't feel good to me. It's like I'm watching a Disney movie and he's the villain for some reason. You know what I mean? It's like I'm watching a Disney movie where he's like I, it's hard to even explain with Blake I, I just I'm with you I'm just not a huge fan he kind of rubs me the wrong way he is very competitive he's more competitive than the other guys he probably was happy to see Condor B. sent home because that is one less guy and again I don't necessarily um, fault him for having that mindset of i want to win the show but it does um, it does come off a little bit Aggressive, almost. So, um, I'm I'm not a huge Blake guy. I think there are a lot of Blake f- fans, though. I would imagine. I think he's kind of a polarizing character, probably a little bit. There, uh, some people probably really do like him. Do you have any idea who do, do people like him or? Yeah, kind of universally I know. Not really. I know
1: people. Some people really like some him. Like, like like them. Sean. Yeah. Sean likes him a lot. Oh, Sean yeah. likes him. Okay. Yeah, there's, uh, there definitely is uh that doesn't
0: doesn't surprise me that he has a lot of fans as well yeah Yeah,
1: i think he i I agree polar yeah that was really well said yeah Yeah. i think he
0: has probably a lot of people on both sides of the fence yeah um yeah so all right well good pick uh let's uh, let's get into it now uh the top five favorite contestants of the entire season joey top five favorite contestants of katie thurston's season hit me at five
1: i'm gonna go with greg Okay, okay. I liked...
0: I'd have him higher, but yep.
1: Yeah, I liked Greg because he, he was just so... He's such an interesting guy because I truly think that he... I think we've talked about this before on the show. He just truly seems like he... It doesn't really he's just the opposite of whatever being calculated would be. Right. It seems like he doesn't have no plans, no plan. But it feels it feels genuine. Count it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It feels it feels genuine. It it seems like he's really there. Like it's like he's he's not trying to say all the right things, which is just so refreshing. He's just there doing him. He's trying to see is this going to work? Is it not? I don't think he's there thinking about followers. I don't think he's there thinking about sure being fancy saying the right. It doesn't seem right like things. he is. It kind of right. seems like he's just kind of doing his deal. He's just kind it's it like almost feels like with him it, it does feel like he's almost doing it if the, the cameras were off.
0: You're very well said. Yeah. Yes, I agree. It, it is like the cameras are off and he's just like kind of going about in his thing, just doing whatever he wants. And Katie recognizes that and really likes that and really, really respects that about Greg. Greg couldn't get Katie to dislike him if he tried. I'm not kidding. I don't think Greg could get Katie to dislike him if he even tried at this point because he just does what what it is that, that he does. It, it's like, you're right. It's like whatever the opposite of calculated is, is, is what he's like. He has never once had a plan. He has never had a plan from here's how I'm going to win. He's the anti Carl. Two guys I love on the show, Greg and Carl. I love them for opposite reasons. I love Carl because he's hilarious and he has a ton of plans. I love Greg because he's killing it and he has no plans. Great pick at number five with Greg. I would have had him a little higher. I really do like Greg, and I'm I'm going to be happy when I see him win. I do believe he is going to win um, the the show. So good good call at five. Four? <clears throat> four. I'm going to go with uh my boy Aaron which is funny it's we knew I do not I I knew it was coming I do not like him I I was I I I was told how much I dislike him when I saw him on the men tell all as well he just loves the drama doesn't he He feels immature to me he just feels like somebody that I would not really want to hang out with he feels like the guy that would start fights a lot like he would I, I don't know I just really you know what Joey I said I don't know who my least favorite guy of the season is it might be Aaron it might honestly be Aaron I do not like Aaron I'm not gonna lie yeah that's completely fair yeah honestly I think that, he was your boy all season
1: yeah I mean I think he doesn't seem like he's maybe like the best person ever as like a human being but uh, I don't know yeah he's just I think it's funny because he's like like do you know who Jimmy Tatro is
0: the name's familiar, but I'm not he's, sure who that
1: is. He's, like, this super-duper bro guy. He was in a frat. He's like, did a bunch of, like, social media stuff, got oh. famous. He's, like, been oh. in movies
0: and stuff. Oh, oh, was he on uh, American Vandal? Was it that guy? Um, uh, have you seen that show, American uh, Vandal? I haven't. He was in, like, a oh, movie, too. What I, movie was it? Was it Jimmy Tatro? It sounds so familiar to me. But, yeah, keep um, going. I, 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 I pick up the vibes of what so, he's like. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just funny because like Aaron was so broy and over the top broy that I thought on TV it was just like funny because he was just like such in that mold. Yeah. And for some reason it was just funny to me. Um, like I said, is he a great guy? That's probably up for debate. But did he make for, in my opinion, good TV? I thought so because I just loved how he just was not afraid at all to call out people. I just thought it was super funny. Like, and it's just the way he went about it i don't know yeah he he
0: definitely had no fear in calling out people there's no doubt about that he went after cody right away which i just thought was ridiculous i I don't know it's like how well it was so it was so horribly explained like they didn't explain it at all like why he went after cody how he knew him what the social media posts were they started to explain it a little bit on the mental all in terms of the social media post but it was so poorly like put together that it just made me think what is this Aaron guy doing what is this Aaron guy about remember the first episode of the entire season Aaron was the first guy to start drama because he just went up to Cody randomly and just like out of no context just went I don't like you bro I don't like you I don't like you bro you remember that he was the first guy to start drama and it was hilarious how Aaron said yeah, Katie, so I know our relationship's really kind of been swirled up in drama and I didn't really get to know you and I instead just kinda of got to know the other guys by just ripping on them the entire season, but you know <laughs> you know. It's so true. you know, yeah, he didn't even really make a connection with Katie, but he's gonna be back on paradise. I'm okay to see him back on paradise. He is T V entertaining. You're right about that, Joey. You are right about that. Um good pick, number three. Number three, I'm gonna go with Trey. Yeah. I know you were really like Trey yep. a lot too
1: um trey was super entertaining for tv um I, I did have some things that i that i wasn't didn't like as much about trey he always was mixed up in the drama too which he acknowledged on the tell all oh yeah um, he couldn't
0: help but to get mixed up in drama if he tried that's totally him yeah, yeah.
1: but I, I felt like that's who he was like I, I felt like it wasn't calculated or anything i felt like he was being genuine when he did it oh my god you're really killing the genuineness i know that's that third, third, I think. Or fourth. third yeah. genuine, yeah. 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 Um, but I thought, yeah, I don't know, he was entertaining. I feel like he stayed true to himself. Uh, and I thought he was hilarious, like his just like his faces and and he would just be so shook. By things that would happen. It was just hilarious. Like, like be minor before, things. Like minor very, things. very minor things. Just minuscule
0: things, and it would just rock Trey's world. It would
1: just rock his world. That's like, what
0: you're like, too, though. I, I feel know. like you and Trey would be friends. I feel like you and Trey would be friends, because you guys are so similar. And that's what I like about Trey. What I like about you is what I like about Trey, as well. He is very passionate. He is very <clears throat> full speed ahead about his opinions. And even when you hear him talk today... <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Even when you hear him talk today, it's like he is so, like, he talks so fast. You know what I mean? When I hear him talking, he's just going a million miles an hour and he has so much to say and such a, he is perfect for this show. He is perfect perfect for this show because he has so much to say and and uh, I bet he was I bet I bet Trey loved it. I bet Trey loved getting to be a part of this show. And uh, another thing I like about Trey is he's just so nice as well. He's he's never he's been caught up in the drama, but while he's caught up in the drama, there's not been one moment where I felt like, wow, Trey's malicious. Trey's not a good guy. Haven't once thought that. Trey always seems like a good guy. He always seems like he's well intentioned when he's dealing with drama. So very good call i like trey i thought he was kind of a unique kind of a unique guy just because he is so um foot down on the gas the whole time let's get it and um yeah he is just perfect for this show so great call at number three he might be my number one might be my number one favorite guy of the whole the whole season i'm not sure but yeah
1: yeah yeah you i know yeah you were a huge trey fan um i agree no i agree i was a big fan too um How good is he going to be on Paradise? He's going to – oh, my God. He's going to be – he's made for Paradise. Paradise is already
0: going to be so fun. We're going to get Carl. We're going to get Trey. We're going to get the people on Matt's season. Abigail's going to be there. That's kind of what makes Paradise really fun, I bet, is you get to see familiar faces kind of come back in a whole different environment and see them kind of get together. What if Carl and Victoria got together?
1: Dude, (laughs) that would be – outrageous it might be a, a a match made in bachelor paradise heaven who knows
0: <laughs> yeah it might be um i would love to see something crazy like that happen i would love to, i can't wait to see who carl ends up spending time with um he is the man carl is the man um uh, i will fight anybody who says anything else uh number two speaking of carl He's coming in yes, right here as number you. two. Thank you for having him on there. He <laughs> is so he is great. Yeah, I,
1: I I agree. I
0: I didn't expect you to have him on there. Thoroughly, no, I I know I, I
1: wasn't actually as vocal as much as as you were about how much I, I liked Carl, but I agree. He was pretty much t- TV gold. He he was TV gold. I, I thoroughly enjoyed him being on the show because he yeah he was just so out there like you said he had so many plans and so many schemes and I
0: thought it was just so funny how like another guy who's made for this show you know not afraid to get in the face he was like literally getting in Brendan's face and walking up to him and stuff another guy that's just made for the show because he doesn't care and I bet the bachelor producers loved him
1: oh yeah oh I I agree yeah it's so funny too like I love it when he he would like piss everybody off like he would make the the entire cast so mad and then they'd be like carl you because he's like oh i don't want to step on your toes what do you say i don't want to like make anybody mad and they're like you like, already did
0: yeah right he's like i'm not calling anyone out here or, or what What did he say yeah, he's like he's i'm like, not i don't, I don't, don't remember like, but but yeah oh, they're anyone's like
1: anyone's back or something yeah and, like. and,
0: and everybody in the house is like you already did that dude they're like how do you not see that and it's so true i don't know how he doesn't see that he's the kind of guy who just very casually says to katie hey there might be some dudes here who like maybe aren't like 100% here for the right reasons like super wishy-washy not really realizing the full impact that it's going to have and then he does realize the impact and he kind of likes it he kind of likes the fact that it is so it that it has impacted things so much he kind of likes it and he's kind of like embracing that is the way that I see Carl Um, very very interesting person who again I just thought was funny when he was on when he was on the show I was laughing When he was on the Mentel all talking, I was laughing because the dude's just, he's just something else, man. Yeah, he is an absolute character. I agree. I think he's hilarious, too. Great pick for Paradise.
1: (laughs) And what I was going to say to Mike, what was so funny, is like, I think he just wanted to watch the world burn. Like, and I thought it was hilarious. Like he, like you said, I don't think he realized the extent of the impact when he said all that stuff about the the guys being there for the wrong reasons. Cause he came back into the room and they all call him for it. And he's like, huh, wow. These guys really do care. I'm really stirring it up. And they
0: like, I, I swear this happened. They like
1: panned over to him. And he was, like, smiling. He was, like, grinning. No, he was kind of. He <laughs> was
0: kind of. That's what I'm saying is he hates order. He hates order. If there's any sense of order or things are the way they should be, most people like that. That's very comfortable for most people. For Carl, it is, like, um, it's very uncomfortable for him. When things are in order, Carl despises it. And he's like, how can I take this this normal cocktail party and make it go to hell? you know what i mean and that's exactly <laughs> what he did and it was absolutely brilliant so it's, very good pick yeah literally
1: that's spot on and i think i think what he does too is something i do sometimes and i think you've even called me on it before is like if something's kind of boring i kind of you do things sometimes like amuse yourself kind of right. like to like make it entertaining for you and i think he did that a lot like he was like ah this is kind of boring yeah i'm going to do this stuff cuz it's funny for me If nobody else, I'm going to get a
0: laugh. And I love it when people do that. I like it when people aren't afraid to just entertain themselves. You know what I mean? That's when people just aren't afraid to just do them and just entertain themselves. I always like it, and you're right. I feel like Carl does do that. You definitely do that, too. (laughs) You definitely do that, too. Uh, I think it's great. Um, So, good call. I think I can guess your number one. Can I throw out a guess? Mm -hmm. Michael A. By a mile. By a mile. You really liked him that much, It was
1: so funny because I didn't the whole season i didn't like him notably as much I, I didn't talk about it as much but the last like couple episodes he just really really got me more and more and more and he just it just he was so genuine oh my god! number four oh if anyone's out there god. playing a drinking game to this i i think oh a lot of people god. listen to it like during the day so they're probably not drinking randomly on, on a tuesday <laughs> I, I would have to imagine not, yeah but if you are and it's drink every time I say genuine. You're probably pretty drunk. By you're this probably time. yeah four or five <laughs> deep at this point. Yeah,
0: usually you only lately you've only been doing about one or two genuines in an episode. But this this time, man, you're really going all out on the genuine. So um, yeah, but 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 keep going on Michael. I want to see why you like him so much by a mile. I was kind of surprised to hear you by a mile.
1: Yeah, and like I was mentioning earlier, the guy he just he would say stuff and he meant every single word of it. Yeah. And you don't get people on the show like that that often. It's it's rare. Like I it's like you don't usually people are there they're looking for followers, they're looking for fame. Maybe they'll find love, who knows, but he had just so many good points you like you mentioned it. He was so articulate and so well spoken that it just really resonated with me like he he was almost like teaching us little lessons, like life lessons in this crazy reality TV show which I, I kind of think so too. Normally,
0: I think it was inspiring. I think his story and the way he handles his um his story and the way he handles the tragedies is very inspiring. Absolutely. Yeah, well said.
1: Yeah, agreed. And I yeah, I just like his his lessons, yeah, in life that it's like normally you walk away from the bachelor, maybe you have some entertainment. Who knows but I'm not usually walking away feeling any sort of inspired typically by Right, the show. exactly.
0: <laughs> that's not why you that's not why you tune in. That's not why you tune into The Bachelor is for inspiration. Yes. Yeah,
1: not at all. Yeah. Um but he gave us that and it was it was really rare. Um and I don't know. I think he inspired Katie too, which you could see. Yeah. And yeah, even even through the end when he like gave her the the, the stopwatch there whatever that that was and or the, like the watch and said like just like just like life is so precious. Or I don't exactly remember exactly what he said, but he's basically like time is so valuable, mm-hmm. don't waste it. And it's just like such a good message, just in general. And then like, yeah, given everything that he had gone through, um, and you could just tell, like, he didn't want to go. He didn't want to break up, you know, no. what, what they had. No but he he had to. And he just he explained it really well. Um, and it was crazy too on the, the tell all when he said like if it were different or if she would give him a second shot, would he would he do it? And he said, Yeah, I would. And it's funny how they called him on it. He kinda of rolled his eyes, which I don't blame him. I would have to that. Thing. That was
0: a weird thing for them to call it on about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. He he inspired me too. And uh Oh, it was a great, great guy. Yeah, I just I don't know. He just—he's a—he's a rare person on the show. Like you, usually, like I said, i am rarely inspired by anybody. Right. Or, I wasn't exactly—I
0: wasn't exactly inspired by Aaron. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like those are the types of people you kind of expect to be on the show. You don't expect to have somebody who, um, was in love. Uh, who he speaks very highly of, there's no doubt about that, of his his, uh, his ex-wife, um, who passed away uh, with tragic circumstances in, in, in breast cancer, um, is now a single father and is kind of looking for his person. And... And yeah, just the way he goes. up. Do you remember when Greg was like, when, when he told them all about his story and the guys were kind of crying a little bit, Greg was especially going, um, it just, yeah, it just, it, it kind of goes to show like they had no idea because he still maintains such a positive demeanor. And I think he maintains that positive demeanor because of what he's gone through. I think that he would probably be less positive. It's like, it's like when you experience tragedy in your life, the, the, the goal is that you experience it and you're better as a result. I feel like that's what's happened with Michael A and it's Awesome, and it is awesome to see him. And I loved listening to him talk. I could listen to Michael A. Read the phone book too. He's a great, very well-spoken guy. He did a great job on the mental. All um, don't think there was a single person watching the show that disliked. Michael A. Very good pick at at number one. I think that's a great pick. Um, so Joey, um, we are now moving into final three. So what's going to happen now? Have you ever seen this before, where hometowns are only three people? Has that ever happened? Um, are we gonna Are we? What What my guess is, we only have two episodes left. I think until we get to paradise. So what I'm gonna guess is going to happen is they're gonna do hometowns, act somebody at hometown because usually it's four at hometowns, three at fantasy suite. I assume they're going to act somebody at hometowns, and maybe the fantasy suite will be the finale episode. So if it will be a part of the finale episode, maybe something like that's going to happen. I don't know.
1: I would, yeah, I would probably agree with that. Yeah, you're right. Cause now, yeah, it's usually four hometowns, three fancy suite. So it's a good point. Yeah, they'll probably like do, maybe do one more, one more cut to bring it to two. Yeah, and then maybe do like fancy suite finale combo. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't. That that feels right. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think you might be right. Uh, we will see what happens. Before we wrap up, I think you have a few moments. A few uh, your your favorite moments. Now, is this a whole power rankings of your top five favorite moments? Um, no. Okay. It's okay. It's just like
1: a couple of random favorite moments that I kind of thought about. Um. Okay. Kind of went through the season. You year. have
0: favorite moments and least favorite moments as well. Correct.
1: Uh, actually, I just kind of have a couple favorite moments. Okay. Okay. But, Perfect. Let's 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 do that. Um, yeah. So. Uh. One of my favorite moments was we've talked about this before on the on the, the show, but it was when it's funny because Connor B was on my list of people I didn't like, but it was when they were talking about the competition and Connor B
0: just kept ranting <laughs> off those names. <laughs> yeah, that was Solo Hockey. That was my favorite one. So like, the my, Whoa Whoa Competition. My, yeah,
1: my favorite was downtown Lester Brown yeah, No
0: more, no more downtown Lester Brown and he just kept going and going and going yeah that was I know so funny. I, I thought that was pretty he kept epic too going there was so many oh, Connor c- B had his moments he definitely had his moments he seems like the kind of guy that could do stand-up comedy to me he seems like like he's he's very uh he seems he, he has good charisma and yeah he seems very very funny to me as well yeah <laughs> Yeah. When me and Joey saw that one, we were just dying together because he just had to, he just kept going and going and going with those names. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. So good call there.
1: Yeah, that was so funny. And then <laughs> number two, I, I think you're gonna be able to resonate with this one Wait, as are well. Are you ranking are
0: these in any kind of order?
1: Uh just kind of, other, kind down. of just, okay. Yeah. okay, uh number two was when Carl <laughs> was doing his like air
0: punches or whatever, <laughs> and he was like let me at him. Let me at him. That's the yeah, best part. Yeah, that yeah. was the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever seen. When Carl's back there, Carl says his, yeah, some people maybe are not 100% totally here for the right reasons, but I really have no idea because I'm Carl and I'm plans Carl and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just <laughs> completely speculating on everything. And then they show everybody mad at him. And then they show Carl in the back throwing air punches. He's like, like Carl, are you planning on fighting 20 dudes? <laughs> why are you? Why are you practicing? You're punching. Who are you throwing punches at? You're not gonna. You're not gonna fist fight twenty dudes. You're not fist fighting anybody. You're gonna get your ass kicked <laughs> off the show <laughs> for doing some, for pulling some completely, uh, for completely speculating with no basis of fact. Unbelievable moment. I forgot all about that moment, Joey, when Carl was throwing <laughs> his his fake punches. It was so oh. dumb, and it was so classic Carl. It's so the kind of thing. <laughs> that he would do you're not fighting anyone stop punching and start going home (laughs) start going (laughs) home amazing
1: well and he and he knew full well he wasn't actually fighting anybody he he was just doing it just for pure amusement and i thought it was probably one of the funniest things i've ever seen on on the show i I
0: thought i thought it was a very subtly kind of funny thing um that happened yes i love that moment (laughs) good call (laughs) and also to another one on the note of
1: carl we talked about this before, but it was when he just said, I'm here
0: for followers. I don't, yeah. we never got that though, right? That was in the preview, wasn't that? That was in the preview. In the preview, Carl just straight up said, Yeah, I'm here for followers. He, like, he said that in the preview. We never actually saw it um, show up on the show, but we did see it in the preview. And yeah, I was getting a chuckle out of that. He just, just has no problem just straight up saying, I'm here for followers. Carl is a character, man. I can't wait to see him back. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good call.
1: He's going to be a Paradise rock star. He's going to be so. so good on Bachelor in Paradise. I I'm, hope
0: so. I hope he's got plans up the wazoo oh, in Paradise. He's gonna,
1: you know he's going to have so
0: many plans. So many plans.
1: Um, And number one are where Justin's faces. Yeah, I mean, absolutely.
0: Oh my gosh. Never seen faces like that. Now, <laughs> I, he should be an actor. Oh,
1: my gosh. He should be an actor. I agree. I don't think I can
0: make faces like that if I try. His resting facial expression is more intense than me trying to make an intense facial. You know what I mean? He's got a very intense, even resting facial expression. So when he, like, kind of widens his eyes and does what he does with his eyebrows, it is unbelievable. I mean, it is is like... It is. Yeah, it's like I bet he can make very intimidating, scary faces, too, if he wants to. He can make these faces of surprise. Yeah, he should be he should do some kind of like modeling. I feel like I could see him like 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 doing some. I don't know. I'm almost thinking of him in like a textbook or something like that. You know, like an English speaking textbook, like surprise. You know what I mean? They show somebody who looks surprised and it's just Justin. I don't know why I'm picturing him like that, but his faces were absolutely unbelievable. Good call, Good call, Justin. And Justin, if you're listening to this, look into that. see how you can see how you can exploit that and monetize that because you deserve it because those faces are priceless.
1: that's so, that's actually such a good point. I know you're talking about like a, yeah, like a college textbook. Be like, <laughs> yeah, be like this person, like, yeah, is like, surprised is yeah, is surprised
0: or like, <laughs> and it's just like, Justin looking surprised <laughs> like fifty fold like <laughs> fit, God, yeah, he's something else. Gosh, we might yeah. have
1: to add Justin, and be like, hey, man. Uh, when inevitably this show doesn't work At out because you're, you're for <laughs> your sure going to be the next your <laughs> Um you should definitely try check out this. Yeah. What, what up, Justin? Yeah. Uh,
0: you should definitely try to monetize those faces in the in the way of uh, about getting on a textbook or something like that. Uh, find out some kind of way you can do it. So very good call. Was that it then for the moments? Uh, that was all I had. Okay. Yeah. Well, nice job. Very nice job with the power rankings and the moments and all that good stuff. Um, uh, and great job, uh, again, as, as always. So with that, folks, we are going to wrap up we got uh, hometowns next week. Uh maybe a hometowns fantasy suite combo. We really have no idea what's going on. We're just gonna roll with it. Uh, but uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll kinda of see what happens. But um, with that, we are going to wrap up. So everybody have a good rest of your day, and we will see you guys next week.
1: See you next time. Hooked up later as I hit the Thinking another I got switch i can make the